Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. My name is Mike Brown. It's an absolute pleasure to be talking with you this AM about all things Houston Rockets, uh, as we do every single, after every single game, I should say. Uh, We come to you live here on Spotify Live to talk all things Houston Rockets. Um, we pride ourselves on doing a show after every single game, whether that be preseason, regular season, postseason, or summer league. So, uh, pleasure to come speak with you this morning on Spotify Live um, to recap last night's game. The Houston Rockets defeat the Oklahoma City Thunder uh, to get their first win of summer league 2022. Rockets defeat the Thunder 92-88. Uh, taking a real quick look at the box score uh, for the Oklahoma City Thunder. It does look like Aaron Wiggins had 12 points. Jalen Williams had 15 points. Chet Holmgren had 12 points. Uh, Trey Mann had 10 points. Josh Giddy had 14 points. Usmani Diang had 10 points. That's enough talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder. Let's get to your Houston Rockets, Tari Eason with another really, really good game. Um, I did rewatch the game this morning. Watching this kid play is just a lot of fun, man. Like this kid, you know, and if you're joining us here on the Spotify Live, you want to talk Houston Rockets Summer League, you want to talk free agency, you want to talk whatever, hit that request to speak button, come on up 
to join us on stage here to talk Rockets. Uh, so when you look at Tari Eason, 14 points, 11 rebounds, Anthony Lamb, four points, Jabari Smith struggled from the field. Um, he did have 12 points. Josh Christopher had 19 points. Deshaun Nix, uh, I am not the biggest Deshaun Nix fan in the world. People know that. However, he did have a really good game last night. 16 points. Ty Ty Washington popped to me on screen. He had a great game, in my opinion. Nine points, three rebounds, two assists. He had a steal. Uh, Mitchell had two points. Uh, Trevor Hudgens, nine points. A guy who I'm falling in love with two games into Summer League, uh, Eric Holman. Uh, I'm falling in love with him because he honestly just has size, which this team is in desperate need of. Uh, he had five points. He had three rebounds. Uh, when you look at a guy like Eric Holman, let me see here. I just want to make sure I'm getting all my facts right because that's what we want to do here at the Dream Take. Um, you look at a guy like Eric Holman. He is six foot nine, but he plays bigger than six nine, in my opinion. Uh, he's six nine, two twenty five. He's got an innate ability to block shots at the rim. Uh, Eric Holman is a guy. After rewatching the game last night. I would love to see get an opportunity with the main guys. Um, and that, that brings me to my next point. Great win by the Rockets. Um, you know, getting their, their first win of, of summer late 2022. But I got a, I got a, a bone to pick with Rockets fans on, on, especially on social media. And it, it's so funny because we live in an age now where people take Twitter as gospel People go to, to the to the timeline, as the kids would say, and they they have this sort of, you know, they they want to take what people are saying on Twitter as gospel. And it's for lack of a better term, it's such bullshit. Like it's such bullshit. People, I'm honestly reading tweets right now where you know prominent members of Rockets Twitter feel like they have to defend. Rockets draft picks this most recent draft after two summer league games, you know, and it's, it's so funny because there are, there are fans out there. Like I'm looking at it right now saying that they believe the Jabari Smith jr. Is a bust at three. Are you kidding me? Like that, that has to be a joke, right? Like you, you, you honestly, summer league doesn't matter, you know? And, I know that may crush the the dreams of some out there who have, for some reason, want to follow summer league games like they are gospel. Like they are, you know, if Ty Ty Washington doesn't look good in summer league, that he doesn't deserve minutes with the, the main roster. I, I'll refer to it as the main roster. But the once the season starts, I got news for y'all. Ty Ty Washington is going to get not only legitimate minutes with this team, but per Kelly Eco, he's going to get a look to being a starter with this team. And for all the, the fanboys out there that are so in love with the idea of Kevin Porter Jr. being the starting point guard for this team, I've got news for y'all. That may have a, an expiration date on it. 
Um, so throwing that out there, great win for the Rockets last night. Um, some other news to look to. There, there is there is a story put out this week that I want to talk about, and it's per at the the Rockets Wire. They do a great job at the Rockets Wire. It's also obviously published on thedreamshake.com. But I'm just looking at the tweet that I that I highlighted for the show today. The Rockets had at least six pre-draft offers for Eric Gordon, with most involving a first-round pick. But Houston declined all of them, per Kelly Eco of The Athletic, formerly of the Dreamshake.com. Why somebody please convince me of why in the world Eric Gordon is still on this roster? Like, it doesn't make any sense at all. It doesn't make any sense. And I hate that we have to continue to talk about Eric Gordon, but his name continues to pop up on the timeline. Again, as the kids would say, right? You know, the the fact that they have his brother on the team, no, you're not going to convince me that's a reason why Eric Gordon is still on the team. All due respect to the Gordon family, his brother's a nobody. His, his brothers and nobody. So th- that's not a reason to keep Eric Gordon as a part of the roster. Veteran leadership, maybe. I mean, potentially. I mean, that, that's a reason. But all he's doing is taking up minutes from other guys. If you're going to play, if you're going to have Eric Gordon as a part of your roster, you're going to have to play him, okay? So, you know, you're, you're looking at Eric Gordon minutes-wise. I mean, if he's playing less than 25 minutes a night, that he he would view that, and I think so would the organization as a waste of time for Eric Gordon. And they have the the organization has tremendous respect for Eric Gordon, as do I. But you you can miss me with the talk of Eric Gordon being a Houston Rockets legend. There are people out there, and I see it that think that Eric Gordon is some sort of legend for the Rockets organization. Like he's a top 20 Rocket of all time. No. I mean, the, I, I don't like Eric, you know, I don't like Yao Ming. Yao Ming is a top 20 Rocket of all time. Me personally, I'm not putting Tracy McGrady as a top 20 Rocket of all time because he never, in my opinion, Tracy McGrady and Eric Gordon at least to me, if, if you want to tweet me at BSW podcast underscore MB, you know, to debunk this or, or call me a moron, you won't be the first one, right? But the way I view Rockets legends, I'm not putting Air Gordon and tra- guys like Tracy McGrady in that conversation. The 13 points in 30 seconds was an awesome moment. The team was five games below 500 at that point. Like, congrats. Pops and I were at that game, left early, went home, watched it on TV. It was great. It was a great moment in Rockets history. But a guy like McGrady was nothing but a – I'm not going to call him you know, a, a loser as a Rocket, but he never did anything for the Rockets. Eric Gordon at least was a part of teams that nearly got the job done winning a championship. He was a part of great teams for the Rockets. Doesn't make him a Rockets legend. Again. Nobody has been able to convince me or give me a legitimate reason. And don't give me the, the veteran leadership. It's crap. It's crap. It doesn't matter. Veteran leadership is so overrated. 
in the NBA on a team that is rebuilding, you know, that's why you have a coaching staff. That's why the Rockets just hired a guy like Lionel Hollins, which hot take Lionel Hollins might be the head coach of this team by the middle of the year. If the Rockets don't start off well, there's a high likelihood that they're going to get rid of Silas. Nice guy. Wish him all the best. But if the Rockets don't show improvement win loss wise this year, they're going to get rid of Silas. I'd like to think. And again, I'm so sick and tired. Prominent members of Rockets Twitter are saying the win-loss record does not matter for this year. Then what the hell are we doing here? It's an honest question, right? Like, what are we doing here? The, 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 I hate to make it as simple as this, but the point of these games is to win, right? The point of drafting these guys that you draft, you don't draft three guys in the first round to just not play them, you know? And going back to the Eric Gordon discussion, like you're taking up minutes from other guys that need those minutes to develop. Guys like Josh Christopher, you know, Josh Christopher, Love what he's what he's shown the first two games of Summer League. Rockets got to win. Go home, Josh Christopher. You don't need to play. The, the risk of injury for you is, is there because it can happen at any time. Like, you don't need to play. You know, that, that's the way I see it, right? Like, guys like Josh Christopher, it's great. You know, you're playing well. Great to see. Let's move on. Um, I do have some sort of gripe. I would say with Usman Garuba, this dude just is a rocket. Cannot stay healthy. Cannot stay healthy. And again, I you know I put out a tweet earlier this week about Usman Garuba, and I get it's it's early, it's this, it's that, you know, on on Garuba, which is fine. I'm not ready to label a guy like Usman Garuba as a bust because that's I mean he's literally in his second year. He hasn't even taken the court in a real game at this point. You, you can't call a guy like Garuba a bust. But I will say that the amount of, and he's out for the rest of, of summer league with, a, with an ankle injury. I, the Rockets need to address the big position. I have now, I know this is breaking news for Rockets fans out there, but I have now accepted the fact that Alperen Shingun is going to be the starting five of this team. He just is. Okay. Do I like it? Absolutely not. He's not a five. He's not a, he's not a center. And my very talented co-host, Jeremy Brenner would say, you know, positionless basketball. I've never, I've never agreed with it. I, I will never agree with it. You have to have a guy who can defend the rim and rebound. Shangun's not a good rebounder. Now the addition of Jabari Smith, will that help a guy like Alper and Shangun? Yes. Do I feel like the addition or, you know, moving Jay Sean Tate to the three, does, is that going to help the rebounding? Yes. So I think this team, by default, is going to be a better rebounding team next year. They need to continue the, 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 the zeroing in on rebounding and defense because that's what this team struggled so mightily with last year was rebounding and defense. So... If you're going to have Shangun at the five, that's fine. Okay. 
I, I don't hate it. I don't like it, but I don't hate the idea. But they've got to get a legitimate guy behind him that you can bring in to to help when he's going to go out of the game because he's going to struggle again. Shangun is going to struggle with, with fouls. Yeah, he, he did last year. He's going to this year. He's very handsy. You know, that's the type of defense that not only he, but a lot of the European style basketball players struggle with defense. You know, the ability to defend the rim. You know, they, they play a very aggressive type of defense. They try to go for the steal. They try to go for the big play. Shingun is no different. And no, I'm, I'm not categorizing European basketball players in one circle, if you will, but a lot of guys do that. Sabonis had to learn. Uh, Demona Sabonis had to learn to not be that type of guy uh, when he played in the league. Uh, who's Andrea Bagnani, same type of, uh, of thing. So I feel like the Rockets need to address still the backup big through two summer league games. I do like Eric Holman. Do I feel like Eric Holman can uh, succeed playing on the, on the main roster with the Rockets? I think so. Uh, I, I would have no problem giving him, and he had a quote this week, that he's just playing for a contract, and he hopes that it's with the Rockets. If I'm the Rockets, and they already have 19 guys under contract, and last night on the, on the broadcast, general manager Raphael Stone was quoted as saying the Rockets have some work to do with the roster because they have 19 guys under contract. They have 19 guys making guaranteed money. I smell a three for one type of deal. I don't know who it is. I don't know what it's for. Uh, it's probably going to be just clearing out the back end of the roster, but the Rockets are going to have to make some deals to clear out some, some roster uh, space, you know, create roster flexibility, if you will. So, uh, but last night I, I, I really enjoyed watching the game just as a whole. Uh, I think that, you know, a guy like Jabari Smith, you know, listen to him talk, right? Like this kid gets it. This kid, I would say, is going to be just a really, really good player in the NBA. He gets it. He knows it. the shots are going to fall. Raphael Stone said it last night. Uh, Seth Williams, who was on the call last night, said it, that he thought Jabari Smith played a, a much better game the second game than he did the first game because of his impact on the defensive end. He was rebounding many times last night. He was checking Chet Holmgren. And again, y'all, I mean, if you're listening to the show, first of all, thank you. Second of all, do not take summer league as gospel. I, I, I can't express that to you guys enough. Watch the games, enjoy the games, enjoy watching Rockets basketball. Cause that's why we're here. That's ultimately why I do this show because I love talking Rockets basketball. I love the Houston Rockets organization. I want to get back to winning basketball. You know, that's, that's what I'm looking for. Well, welcome Pops on the show. Uh, legend out of Sugarland. Pops, welcome to the show. Michael, good morning. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning. I'm I think I'm going to be, I'm going to be the anti old fart today. And I actually agree with you on two things. First of all, I'm tired of hearing about that guy for next year, the number one projected pick, 
I'm tired Victor of hearing about Eric Gordon and let's get draft. Dude, we have enough draft picks and enough 19- and 20-year-old guys. I think last year when you have four first-round picks and you're lucky enough to hit on three out of the four, I think that's pretty good. I think Garuba is, is, is a D-League scrub, okay? I'm not a big Garuba fan, and I'm not a fan of everyone talking about Sangoon starting at the five. I, I just don't see him being a rim protector. I like, and you got to re- refresh that number 35. What's his name, Alex something? Eric Holman. Yeah, see, I thought of Alex Brown, you know, who's has tremendous leaps. I like this, that guy. He blocked three shots last night. He hit a couple of threes. Um, that's what we need. We need a guy in there who can block some shots. And I, I guess the – I don't know what the front office is thinking, especially about Eric Gordon. I like Eric Gordon. He's a good guy, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? He's not going to play a lot. And I think they're not showing all their cards – and I still think we're going to be part of something, helping another team. And I think that's when Gordon is going to go. I like Christopher coming off the I like our bench a lot, but I would like one more piece, and I want to see what you think, of a guy who can, you know, this guy Moses Brown who the Clippers signed. This guy's a beast. He blocks shots. I mean, I don't understand what we're doing. Well, beast. Well, beast. I mean, okay. he's Moses. To me, he's, anybody he's, on this he's, team over six nine is a beast. Okay, well, he's, he's Moses Brown. I mean, look, I, I like right. Moses Brown a lot. I would have liked Jalen Smith. I would have liked Mobamba. Uh, hook him horns, by right. the way. Um, you're welcome. Thank you. You know, I like. It's it's so funny because there there's there's many different. And you and I argue about not argue. We have spirited debates about the Rockets all the time. Um, there's so many different viewpoints of what this roster should look like and what it's going to look like. And the the guy that they're talking about next year at the number one pick, the Rockets fans need to get over that. Like this team is going, this team is going to be too good to, uh, and we'll bring Alex, we'll bring Alex on stage. Right. You know, the three of us can, can talk all things Rockets. Um, like my thing is they're going to be too good to get the number one pick. So why not try and go get your roster as good as possible? DeAndre Ayton has not been signed as of yet. That's weird to me. You know, it's weird. Alex, what are your thoughts? Um, well, hello, first of all. Well, good morning. What's up, baby? Hey, the three um, Browns. We have three Browns on the show. <laughs> three Browns do not make a right. No, so I, I want to talk. I want to make a comment on the whole Summer League thing. Yes. You notice how they show Summer League games on ESPN2, which in my opinion is the joke of the ESPN channels. Oh, so why do you, why do you have to spread so much negativity this early on a Sunday morning? <laughs> I, uh, I'm, no, I'm just saying. I think uh, you got to look at the way that Jabari plays, and I know preseason games don't matter, but you know that's where you're going to get his first start of him playing like actual competition is in those preseason games, and then game one of the regular season. Well, I mean, look, watching the game last night, I'm trying to think of a comp the way he played last night. The first name that popped into my head, and he's going to be better than this guy, is a guy like Trevor Ariza. You know? Well, no, don't say, oh, God. Trevor Ariza made a really solid impact on this league for a lot of years. 
right? I said he's going to be better than Ariza, but the way he played last night, he played like Ariza plays, right? Impact on the defensive end, good rebound. He's going to be a great three-point shooter. Again, I think he's going to be better, but I can't harp on this enough. Like, people are taking these games as gospel, and it's ridiculously stupid. Well, it's ridiculous. Look, after the first game of the summer league, all of a sudden, the whole league had, you know, Chet Holmgren as a first ballot Hall of Famer. So that's how ridiculous all this. And then, and then in the second game, Chet Holmgren gets punked by a what's his name? Oh, the um, kid from Purdue. Oh, Kenny Lofton. Yeah, kid. Kenny Lofton Jr. Oh my God, just beating him down. Though. Well, so okay, so let me ask you both this: well, Is it ridiculous to say that I want to order a Tari Eason jersey though? Absolutely no. not. I love that kid. That kid. That kid. Is awesome. I don't know what it is, but I love watching him play because I feel like there's going to be a fight that breaks out at some point. And he's going to beat someone's ass. Okay, honest question for both of you: Who would you take in a fight, me or Tari Eason? Well, that's, that's just false. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, Alex is just she's not true. Uh, so, no, man. Like, I, give me your thoughts. I mean, real quick, what have you seen out of summer league? So far, are there guys that are popping to you? You know, again, my guy is Ty Ty Washington. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say because I watched Ty Ty yesterday play, and the way that he just controls the floor and moves the ball, I mean, he gets the ball out of his hands quick. Yeah, he's a, he's a he's a pass first point guard, you know. And pops, what about you? Is there a guy that you know that that you enjoy watching through two games of summer league? You like Eric Holman. You're an Eric Holman guy. I like I like Eric Holman. I also like I I like the way Washington runs this team like a traditional old school point guard where he, he dribbles in, yeah. he either finishes like he did last night, he actually hit the winning bucket or um it was pretty is a pretty runner by the way. Dishes the off. So yeah, I love what and and to me Tari Eason is going to be a a defensive. He'll make the second defense. He'll make second or third team. I love this guy. He puts back garbage, and I love this comment after the game. And I agree with you, Michael. It's summer league, but he says, "Oh my God, that missed second free throw." Thank he you. goes, I, "I'm I'm going to kill." You know, I'm mad at myself. I'm going to go out and shoot a hundred free throws. I love that attitude. You know. I- I think he. I think he's Otis. He to me, he reminds me so much of Otis Thorpe. A little like smaller, Otis. and he's not as big. And I'm going to tell you a couple on um, Jabari Smith, and y'all are going to laugh. I think. Well, we're going to uh, laugh anyway. Well, you, yeah, you, especially Alex. Uh, I think Jabari Smith will end up to be Kevin Garnett light. That's who Ooh. he reminds me of. Well, he's a he's a much bit he's a much better three point shooter. I don't. I don't. Well, yeah. That. By the way, Otis Thorpe six nine, Tari Eason six eight. Just want to. I just want to put that All out right. there. So no, he's not that much smaller. Um, but Ty Ty Washington Jr. Alex, like debunk this. He reminds me so much of Ty Lue. Like Ty Lue. Oh my god, yes. He he's a little, he's not as thick as Ty Lue. So you know, he reminds me of Ray for all. Okay, uh, uh, gentlemen's bet for a dollar. Can you name me? The uh, and one mixtape tour name for Ray for Austin. Skip to Malou. Ooh, okay, Alex. I did not think he was going to get that. 
Uh, Pops, we have to ask you. We have to Marino. ask you: Is there a Rafer Alston jersey that was purchased at one point or another in your closet? Nope. But I do know okay. his grandfather, so that's. I mean, I do know his dad. So that's... <sighs> okay. Uh, any final thoughts before we wrap the show up here? Because I do have brunch plans in about an hour. I appreciate uh, appreciate you getting. I'm surprised that, that guys like DeAndre Aiden and Colin Sexton haven't you know gone anywhere. Ooh, okay. Pops, real quick. Alex, I want to touch on that, so don't leave. Pops, any final thoughts? Okay. All right, he gone. Uh, yeah, it's weird, because a guy like Sexton and Aiton, it's so funny, because the Rockets have regi- registered interest in a guy like Colin Sexton. I-, I think Colin Sexton's out the window at this point. I do. I, I-, I mean, between the two guys, Probably. who would you rather go after? Yeah, Aiden. I mean, like you have, I think, like you were saying, I think Ty Ty Washington is going to end up being our starting point guard. Um, Ooh. So, okay. I, I I don't see Kevin Porter Jr., who's not a point guard, by the way. I don't know why people think he's a point guard. He's not a point guard. <sighs> okay, I like I like the, I like the fire. I mean, you're you're out here just breaking hearts at this one. Yeah. You know, it's 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 funny <laughs> because people will take that statement as you don't like Kevin Porter Jr. on this team. That's just not true. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I just want him to to run the second unit, you know? Like, that just creates depth, you know? Like, Ty Ty Washington, I, I am worried about Ty Ty's – I love his name, by the way. I could say that just all day. Like, his size scares yeah. me at the, at the next level. Like, do I think that he's – you know, you got to start talking about, you know, you don't have to start talking about it. We live in the United States of America. You don't have to do anything. Um, like, night in, night out, if you start a guy like Ty Ty, he's going up against John Morant. He's going up against, you know, when you play Philadelphia, he's going up against Harden. He's going up against Kyrie Irving. He's going up against Russell Westbrook if you start him. KPJ's size helps him so much at that position. So I don't think that Ty Ty is going to get the start right away, but I'm with you. I, I totally agree with the with the take. No, 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 no. I think because Kevin Porter Jr. still needs a he's a free agent after this year, I believe. Yeah, right? he needs to be re-signed. And I would re-sign. I would re-sign him. I mean, I, I don't want him to leave the Rockets because I, I, I said I've said it before. I'll say it again. The the incident, we'll call it the incident when he left the building. Uh, he left a game this past year. A lot of people, yeah. N- nobody said this that I saw. I actually liked him more after that incident than I did before the incident. Because it shows that he cares. He shows that he gives a damn. He shows that he's got some fire, some passion to him, you know, which I think the Rockets have desperately needed over the past two years. You and I have watched many a game together where we just get killed. Because it, And it shows like they just don't care. Like Christian Wood, see ya, you know. We we replaced 35 Christian Wood with 35 Eric Holman. And I think we upgraded. I'll say it. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. And I think I think the Rockets, but like, didn't we do the James Harden deal like a week before the season started? Yeah. Because so remember, I he think, he came in overweight. Uh, was it was it a week before the season started? It was pretty close. It may have been after the season started. Mm, it was no. It was close. Okay. It was close to the season. Yeah, because I think I think like you were saying that they're gonna like we have 19 guys on our contract. I think you can only have what 15. 
Um, yeah. So they're going to make some kind of move. I don't know if it's in the DeAndre Aiden sweepstakes. I don't know if it involves the whole like stupid Kevin Durant talks. And um, if they get Kevin Durant, I'll buy season tickets. Oh my god! I, here's the thing: is I don't know. Do you? If you get Kevin Durant, you're gonna have to give up Jalen Green. That's the thing. Bye. I would give up my entire roster for Kevin Durant. Um, I do want to touch on before we wrap up. Dustin says KPJ is gonna cause a huge scene if they tell him to come off the bench. Here's the thing: you're an employee of the Houston Rockets. Shut your mouth and do what they tell you to do. That's the way I feel. And no. For the people out there that are like, that's that's the shut up and dribble. No, it's not shut up and dribble. There's a difference. There's a difference. No, I think the NBA has given all these NBA players, no matter what their level status is, is that they give their belief to these players that once you're in the league, you get to decide whatever you want to do. And I think that's a little crap. Thank you. I agree. I, I, I totally agree. We were talking about this yesterday where it's like, if you're assigned a contract, like Kevin Durant signed a four-year contract and he's calling, if I'm the Nets, I call his bluff. We ain't trading you. Sorry. Go play. You're going to sit out for four years and sit out for four years. I ain't moving you. Because there's not going to be a trade out there that's worth Kevin Durant. There just isn't. You're, you know, and if the story is true, I love what they asked for from Minnesota. They asked for what Towns, uh, Towns, Edwards, four number ones and two draft swaps. Edwards. That's awesome. If I'm the Nets, yeah. I would have asked for more. Like, you know, give me D'Angelo Russell too while you're at it. Because there's not going to be a trade that's it's worth Kevin Durant man. ever. Period. End of story. So, Alex, thank you for joining the show, man. This is fun. Feel like I just saw you. Maybe. It's my, my voice is a little hoarse in my side. Dolly Donamo. Dolly Donamo. All right, brother. This has been another episode of SV Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take Podcast. Thank you all so much for hanging out with us this morning to talk all things Houston Rockets. Uh, win last night, 90-88 to 88 over the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, if you would like to check out The Dream Take on Twitter, you can find us at The Dream Take. Follow the mothership of The Dream Take, The Dream Shake, at Dream Shake SVN. While you're on Twitter, give me a follow at Podcast underscore MB. You can follow my co-pilot, Jeremy Brenner, at Jeremy Brenner. That's J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. If you're on Facebook, search The Dream Shake. Give us a like there. Finally, any day that ends in Y, head on over to thedreamshake.com to check out all of the incredible writings of all of our phenomenal staff writers. Until next time, Rockets fans, which will be tomorrow night after, directly after the Rockets-Spurs game. Uh, We'll be back live here on Spotify Live. Until next time, Rockets fans. Go Rockets. Most of the time, we talk about tech in terms of a handful of gigantic companies like Google, Meta, and Apple. But some of the most interesting stuff we find online is the product of a single person. When you're working on your own, I think there's this beauty of being able to come up with an idea and then implement it. Then, in that moment, you don't have to have permission from someone else. There's no red tape. In the Vergecast series, Solo Acts, we'll get to know these people, the tech they use to get stuff done, and the obstacles they face trying to compete with the giants. Some people that I talk to and my friends are like, you know, your competitors are Zuckerberg and Musk. Like, aren't you kind of, like, afraid of that? Every Monday, our friend Ashley Escada will be curating and hosting these interviews and sharing with us what she's learned. I can't believe the McRib locator was originally a tornado locator. Right. (laughs) Pretty wild. 
Listen to our Solo Acts miniseries now in the Vergecast feed, anywhere you find podcasts. Hello, I'm Nilay Patel, the editor-in-chief of The Verge and host of Decoder, a business podcast where I interview CEOs about big ideas, the problems that come from those ideas, and how they make decisions. It is also surprisingly about org charts. It comes up a lot. We're launching a new limited series that we're calling the Centennial Series, where I talk to CEOs of companies that are over 100 years old, like Xerox, Barnes & Noble, and more. There's no 100-year-old company that's without its struggles, and it's been fascinating to talk to these CEOs about which parts of these companies' history are important and which parts they can let go. A little spoiler for you, if a company is over 100 years old, there's a lot of drama to talk about. It's been a good time. You can listen to the Centennial Series right in the Decoder feed. New episodes of Decoder are out on Tuesday, and the Centennial Series is out on Thursdays. Check it out. We think you're really going to like it. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts.